Season 1, Episode 81, Pete's Podcast, Bible Story Evangelism, Acts Chapter 6, Verses 1 through 15. Uh, Schofield only has two points in his outline here. Uh, number one is uh, in, in Acts Chapter 6, Verses 1 through 7, he calls the first deacons. There are seven deacons called. Uh, and then the second point here in Acts chapter, outline point in Acts chapter 6 is Schofield, verses 8 through 15. The third persecution, and Stephen brought before the council. Chapter 7 is his incredible defense, which I'm looking forward to the same, hopefully tomorrow, Lord willing. Um, but as short as this chapter is, uh, chapter 7 is uh, 60 verses long, but it's, it's mostly a, a sermon by Peter, I mean by Stephen. And today we're going to see about the selection of the, the first deacons. And um, so I guess that's how we'll get started here. Okay, Acts chapter 6, verse 1. And in those days, the number of the disciples was multiplied. Okay, I looked the word up, disciple, and I probably should have known this, but I don't think I did. I think I would have said follower. But uh, it, it's learner. So I would argue if you're listening to this, you are hopefully a disciple of the Lord, not my disciple, but that's a scary thought. But basically, I'm reading the word Bible to you, so... I guess you have to determine whether whether I'm teaching you right or not. But anyway, I, I am doing this because I love to learn. And it has just dawned on me in my retirement after teaching for 31 years in the same classroom at Florida Christian School and a couple years in the public school before that, um, that this is just uh, this is my new job. I'm pretty excited about it. Um, and... Uh, it's it's good. It's very good. It's going to help me approach it better, uh, that revelation that a lot of people are working at home during this COVID time. And uh, some of them are going to stay at home, from what I understand, but, but still work. So that's a little change of mind. I sure like to commute, no long drives, and uh, no alarm clocks either. So if I, I get up when I get up. And unfortunately, that's usually 2 or 3 in the morning. Uh, and then I work on my Bible memory or play on my computer, but I'm, I'm not able to do all my verses in Bible memory, all 65 of them I think there are. But uh, I just get, I get enough done for Verses app to say, okay, we'll give you credit for today, which is, I don't know, between five and ten minutes. But uh, hopefully I'm, the goal is to keep these verses in my mind. And I, saw, I said Psalm 91 this morning, verses 1 through 16, and I, I think I did it without an error. So it's really fun to use that Verses app to memorize Scripture. And as far as being a learner goes, I talk about when I trusted the Lord in 1972 and got involved with with a, a youth group where they gave me a book called Know Your Bible, and it would ask a question, and would give it, the answer was in this verse. And I went through it, and it was just an awesome uh, instruction. Really, it was a really good catechism, if you will, on just about everything. <clears throat> and uh, But the answers came from the Bible, and I spent a lot of time studying it. I remember my mother was 
standing at my doorway when my senior year in high school. I trusted the Lord at the end of November in 1972 and I was in the class of 73, but uh, and was at West Point uh, July 2nd, so however many months it is from November to July 2nd, it's about end of November, uh, July 2nd, so you don't count November and you don't count July, so you count December, I guess it's about seven months. I was uh, a little over, a couple of days over seven months, I was at West Point. And uh, then at the end of Beast Barracks, which is the first summer, I was I was a Sunday school teacher. So uh, in less than a year after trusting the Lord, I was teaching um, second graders. And basically I had my Bible where I had outlined where I had, you know, highlighted every verse, every question, uh, and so I just picked different chapters in Know Your Bible and taught them to second graders. And no one, I don't think, could ever accuse me of talking down to whoever I'm teaching. And uh, but anyway, uh, so disciples are learners, and uh, I think that's uh, you know the measure of your discipleship is the measure of what you've learned. Uh, it's not just what you've learned, but what you've chosen to learn or who you've chosen to learn from or or how you've cho chosen to learn. You, ultimately, it's the Word of God. And uh, But an unbeliever can't be a disciple. They haven't even learned the gospel of the grace of God. They haven't repented of their very best works, their dead works. They're all dead. And faith towards, uh, towards God. Uh, I like what Jesus says, Verily, uh, verily, I say unto you, He that heareth my word and believeth on him that sent me hath everlasting life. That's exactly what I did in November 1972. I, I, I believed on the God of John 3.16 that sent Jesus Christ to die on the cross and pay for our sins. And uh, in Sunday school yesterday in church, uh, the teacher was talking about um, the Trinity. And I think it's right there in John um, 1 John 5, 7, uh, there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost, and these three are one, but as we, uh, I said, what does it say in your Bibles? Because, you know, uh, when you teach the, the tribulation, I mean, you teach the Trinity, a lot of people say, well, there's, uh, Trinity isn't in the Bible, and I go, okay, you know, sort of. What about 1 John 5, 5, 7? These things, no, 1 John 5, 7. There are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost, and these three are one. These three are one. That's, if that's not the definition of the Trinity, three and one, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. I think it's pretty well accepted. But you know that last part um, uh, isn't in uh, some of the more, uh, some of the ancient texts. The problem with that is the ancient texts are found in very limited quantities, uh, and there are no original texts, these are all copies, but the oldest dated copies uh, don't include uh, the last part of, of 1 John 5, 7. Uh, there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. It leaves out, and these three are one. But the, the, the Bible I use is the majority, comes from the majority text, which means the most manuscripts we have agree that it is in in the text one or two found in the basement of some church in Europe or something 
uh, it's just, I, th I think I'm going to go with the majority on that. They're all copies. So, at any rate, um, learning is a great thing, and, and sorry, but the best way to learn is to teach. I know physics because I taught physics. Anyway, in those days, there were a number of disciples. Uh, the number of disciples was multiplied. I think the number of believers were um, multiplied. Now, if you don't want to learn, I guess you're not a. You can be a believer and not be a disciple. I don't know. I, I don't know. You learn the gospel of the grace of God. You learn the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, God's righteousness given to you. For God hath made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. If you're a believer, you've got the gospel understood. Feet shed with the preparation of the gospel. You should be telling people. Um, now, I would argue that there are better students than others and there's better disciples than others. But you can't be, uh, there's not, some people are more saved than other people. I just, you're either saved or you're not. You're either born again or you're not. You're either born the first time or you weren't. Or I would say conceived the first time or you were not. Because uh, uh, Psalms 139, really strong on, uh, I, I knew you knew me in my mother's womb. So anyway, I'm sorry, I got a cough and I'm trying to avoid that. I haven't really eaten anything and it's kind of, after lunch, but I thought my cough is related to my to my uh, to eating. So I don't know. Things are different. I'll be 67 next month. So, but I've had this cough for I don't know, close to 20 years. Anyway, all right. Sorry, I digress. Acts chapter six, verse one. And in those days, the number of disciples multiplied. So I would argue that all believers are disciples but some learn more than others. Some want to learn more than others. It says, be not many teachers, knowing you shall receive the greater condemnation. So, you know, there's a... You know, anyway. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> uh, the multitude... Oh, uh, uh, and in those days, when the number of disciples was multiplied, there arose a murmuring of the Grecians, which I would assume were Greeks, and Hebrews, which I would assume, uh, Grecians I would assume are Jewish uh, Greeks, and he Hebrews are uh, from Judea or uh, Arabia, because Abraham was called a Hebrew because he was from Hebron, but Abraham was not Jewish, I'm sorry. He was the father of many nations. He was the father of, or the grandfather of Jacob, but uh, he only had one son with Sarah, but he had other children with other. After Sarah died, he remarried, even though he was really old, but anyway, people lived a little bit longer shortly after the flood. <clears throat> Man, I, I haven't coughed all day, and now I, it's definitely related to talking. Anyway, in the 12, so you're just going to have to pardon my coughing tomorrow. I ran out of water. I've been sipping on it, and I don't want to turn this off because it's a pain. So, Then the 12, okay, uh, because their widows were neglected in the daily menstruation. We talked about how they, they collected money, they sold land, they sold, and they gave everyone according to their need. 
and these widows were being neglected. Now, I would think that already they're turning away from free lunch for everybody. Uh, it says that widows of a certain age, I think it's 60, can be taken in by the church. But not just everybody's taken in by the church. Again, Paul said in his first epistle of, of all of his, of his 13 epistles, 14 if he wrote Hebrews, uh, Hebrews was the, I mean, Thessalonians was, and he said, if you don't work, you don't eat. Because they had some people coming in there that were teaching wrong, teaching incorrectly, but saying, hey, you should feed us because we're ministering in the Word of God, whatever. Anyway, the, the widows were being t fed daily. And the 12, uh, the 12 apostles are still around. None of them have died yet. I, I don't really know how Luke passes time in the book of Acts. So they'll just, we're just going to have to take little clues here. He doesn't go, you know, six weeks later or a year later or anything like that that I know of. <coughs> I'm sorry. So I have to take little cues from that. I will cover my mouth better because of the... I know it's very loud on the microphone. Anyway, uh, the twelve called the multitude of the the twelve called the multitude of disciples. I think that would be all the believers in Jerusalem, unto them and said, "It is not reason that we should leave the word of God and serve tables." These, uh, the daily administra administration was feeding people, and the widows were not getting it. I think other people were buying their own. Wherefore the brethren look unto Wherefore, brethren, fellow believers, look ye unto them, look you out among you seven men of honest report. They need to be honest because they're going to be dealing with our money and buying food for the widows. Full of the Holy Ghost. I think as soon as you're believed with, uh, it says later that they were full of faith. And that faith is variable. Uh, sometimes I have little faith. Sometimes maybe I have more than others. But as far as salvation goes, God, Lord, I believe, help thou my unbelief. <coughs> Excuse me. And, uh, and the wisdom, full of uh, the Holy Ghost and wisdom, whom we may appoint over this business. But we'll give ourselves continually to prayer in the ministry of the word. And the saying pleased the multitude of believers, and they chose Stephen, a man full of faith, and of the Holy Ghost. Again, I don't know if you can get degrees of the Holy Ghost, but I think he lives inside. He might not be too happy with you. You can grieve the Holy Spirit. But anyway, um, but it, you're, he's re you're really not his object of, well, I guess he is somewhat, but, but his main purpose is to convict the world of sin, righteousness, of judgment, of sin because they believe not on me. Of righteousness, that could be for believers because I go to my father, hey, you're going to stand before God one day and give an account for everything you've done, the good and bad, at the judgment seat of Christ during the seven-year tribulation in heaven, which is a little party going on when there's not so much of a party going here on, on here on earth. But I probably say that every podcast, it seems like. Um, it is fundamental uh, Hebrews 6 1 and 2 um, and okay and the saying pleased the multitude and they chose Stephen a man full of faith and the Holy Spirit and Philip and Procreus and Nicanor and Timon and Parmenas and Nicholas a proselyte 
that carries the definition of new believer, of Antioch. Uh, he could be a Jew from Antioch, like these these other people were Jews from different places. They they come from all over the world for 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 the Pentecost, and things have kind of changed with the temple now. Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit? I don't. These Christians might be hanging around Jerusalem now, not because of the temple, but because. I don't know, the apostles are there. That's where they came to know the Lord. Verse uh, Chapter 6, verse 6. Uh, of these seven men, they set before the apostles. These seven men, they set before the apostles. And when they prayed, they laid their hands on them. That's one of the, the six things of the fundamental doctrine of Christ. Hebrews 6, 1. Uh, therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on to perfection, not laying again the foundation of the foundation of the doctrine of Christ, the foundation of repentance from dead works, faith towards God, of laying on of hands, of the doctrine of no of of the doctrine of baptisms, of laying on of hands, of the resurrection of the dead. And of eternal judgment. So I hit the eternal judgments a lot. Uh, here's the first time I've really taught about the laying on of hands. And there's just, it's an outward sign of an inward condition. No, nothing magical happens. It's just saying, we've chose these people. Remember the people we laid hands on, those seven guys? It's just a public profession that, you know, and that's what you do with an elder or a deacon or, or some a leader of your church. You lay your, you know, they lay hands on them. And that's a, it's an outward sign of an inward condition. It doesn't mean anything unless they're really ready to serve the Lord and not conquer the people, which Nicholas, unfortunately, was accused of. But I'm not going to go there. As much as I wanted to, I'm not going to go to the doctrine of Nicolaitans. I'll wait until it comes up. Um, but I'll just say Nicolaitans conquer the people. God does not want his leaders to conquer the people. You know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a Pharisee. I'm a rabbi. He even says, don't call yourself rabbi. You have one rabbi. You have one teacher. Anyway, which I think of the Holy Spirit, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, and those three are one. Okay, verse uh, Acts chapter 6, verse 7. And the word of God increased, and the number of disciples multiplied. More people are coming to Christ and learning in Jerusalem greatly. And a great company of the priests were obedient to the faith. You can see why they... The, the, the high priest said they've turned the world upside down. They're losing priests. Being obedient to the faith. Obedient to the faith is trusting Christ. What should we do to do the works of God? Believe on him who he hath sent. John chapter 6, verse 28 and 29. Stephen is seized. Okay, Stephen is... Uh, well, here's what Stephen is. Verse 8. And Stephen, full of faith and power, did great wonders and miracles. These are apostolic miracles. I mean, I don't see we see the common disciple here, a believer, doing great wonders. But we do see the apostles speaking in tongues and and they laid the people in the, you know, hoping that the the shadow of Peter would pass over them and they were healed every one. That, those are, that's bigger than Christ's miracles. I think these 12 needed bigger miracles than Christ if they're going to turn the world upside down. Because they have, they have frailties, they're going to make mistakes, they're going to not always, you know, Jesus was perfect. But he left it for us to do the ministry here, to go into all the world and preach the gospel. And there arose, verse 9, 
But he, okay, let me read verse eight again. Just you want to know Stephen was full of faith and power, and did great miracles among the people. I would say that well, that's believers and unbelievers. He's going to face some unbelievers right here, and there arose that end up killing him in chapter seven. Sorry, spoiler alert. And there also the first, um, the first uh, martyr. Okay, and there were arose of the synagogue which is called the synagogue of the Libertines. And again, Moses never talked about synagogues. He talked about the temple. But when they lost the temple, Nebuchadnezzar destroyed it, uh, and they were taken into captivity for about 500 years under Nebuchadnezzar and the Medo-Persians. And then Cyrus the Great let let, uh, Nehemiah go back and rebuild the temple. But And nobody wanted to go. They They had to do a lottery just to make people go back from from Mesopotamia. It's, Mesopotamia is pretty nice. Land between the rivers. Uh, anyway, and there arose a, a certain, I would say, Jews of the synagogue, which are called the synagogue of the Libertines. And again, there are 18 different nationalities here represented in the Jewish uh, people that came to, uh, I, I don't know if it was the last uh, uh, uh feast where you had to attend, pilgrimage feasts in Jerusalem. Uh, I don't know if it talks about the apostles going to Passover and stuff like that, like Jesus never missed, but Jesus was Old Testament until the resurrection. And the synagogue of the Libertines and Cyrenians and Alexandrians, these are different nationalities, them of Cilicia and Asia. So it sounds like they were all present these different, Asia would be Asia Minor. So they're all in Jerusalem. You know, I told you the time passing here might be a question mark. It sounds like they're still in Jerusalem. This could be days from Pentecost. And and a lot of these Jews are still in Jerusalem. Uh, And they were not able to, verse uh, 6, verse 10, Acts chapter 6, verse 10, and these leaders of these synagogues, or people of these synagogues, uh, they were not able to resist the wisdom and spirit by which Stephen spoke. And they were not able to resist the wisdom and spirit by which Stephen spoke. And they, suborned men, I looked that word up, it means bribed. What do you do for a living, Dad? Well, I bear false witness people and I get them killed. I mean, that's what the ones did against Jesus and that's what these ones are going to do with Stephen. Could have been the same ones because they used the same lie. He said he would destroy this temple. But anyway, they suborned, worked once, maybe work again. But this time the, the Jews kill him. And you can see how quickly the Roman inf- influence is, is fading in Jerusalem because now the Jews are taking on killing people themselves, which they didn't do under the Roman rule of Caesar Augustus. Now at the end of of that 30-year reign, or whatever it was, 25-year reign, we've got... Anyway, they're losing power over the Jews here. And the Jews are going to use that power to kill Stephen. And they bribed men, which said, We have heard... Here's Here's their false testimony. We have heard him speak blasphemous words against Moses and against God. And they stirred up the people, these false witnesses, stirred up the people and the elders and the scribes. These are the ones that have not believed, in my opinion. 
and came upon Stephen and caught Stephen and brought Stephen to the council. And they set up false witnesses which said, This man ceaseth not to speak blasphemous words against this holy place and the law. For we have heard him say that this Jesus of Nazareth shall destroy this place and shall change the, the customs of Moses delivered unto us. Uh, yeah, Jesus did change the customs with the Last Supper, with the, the Last Passover. And uh, the Last Supper, if you will. And uh, the First Communion. Well, some would argue that First Communion was with, uh, with Abraham and Melchizedek. But anyway, who had no beginning. Uh, come on, that's a, that's a Christophanes. Or a Theophanes, an appearance of God in the Old Testament. Theophanies, not a word you'll find in the Bible. Anyway, and all that sat in the council, they, they've got this ruling body of people in Jerusalem. Uh, and these are the same ones that have thrown Peter in jail a couple times and beat him the last time and keep asking him. Now they're going to they're gonna step it up. First time they threw Peter in jail, but they didn't beat him. The second time they threw him in jail and, and beat him and John and the guy that was healed. And now the third one, they're going to kill Stephen. But when I read it to you in episode 82, uh, Lord willing, um, you will, uh, if, 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 you don't, if I don't do 82, then read it for yourself because it is an amazing sermon. And they love him. They look at him. And, and they're starting off pretty good right here. In verse, the last verse here, chapter 6, verse 15. And all that sat in the council looked steadfastly on Stephen, and saw Stephen's face as it had been the face of an angel. So how can they turn around so quickly? Well, of course, he's going to say the same thing Peter said. You with wicked hands crucified the anointed one. But first he goes through this beautiful story of Jewish history in Acts chapter 7. But it doesn't end so good for Stephen. But it ends great for Stephen. He's, he says, forgive them, for they know not what they do. I, I would like to say that I think these... These disciples, these uh, these uh, elders, I mean these deacons, were disciples of Christ also. They were part of that 150 group that could have been, you know, they probably were in running for uh, Matthias' place as the 12th apostle. Stephen might have been in running for that, but maybe a little younger, I don't know. But they were all young. Peter was probably in his mid-20s and everybody else was just, was just in their teens or, or not much older than that because, again, people say that because um, Jesus only paid the temple tax for himself and, and, and uh, Peter. Peter's obviously the leader. But anyway, it's, that's a fun fact. We can find out when we get to heaven. I don't, not everything was written that could have been written. Uh, the world could not hold all the books. We'd have no place to move if all that had been been done had been written. Anyway, all right, so uh, we'll pick up, Lord willing, we'll pick up with uh, chapter 7 tomorrow. Now that I realize this is my new job, I work at home and I, I produce these. And uh, that's cool. I'm very excited about that. All right, so uh, I will say as I turn this thing off, which takes a minute, uh, if you listen to my early ones, they were really—I was really bad at it. 
but I'm not much better now because I got to put in this code and okay, I'm there. Um, I'm going to say adios to God and I'm going to say vaya con Dios, go with God.